Hi everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, thank you for rating the podcast, sharing the podcast, reviewing the podcast in a couple of cases. I really appreciate it. It goes a long way to others finding it. And don't forget, if you have an idea for the podcast, you can write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. I really like getting ideas, and I like turning them into stories. So, right away, I look forward to hearing from you. Now, on to the story. This is episode 77, The Planet of the Magi, part 2. And if you remember from the last episode... Basically, the main character is on a planet with lots of magic, and he's met a wizard there. So just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up in the really comfortable bed. You stretch and get right out of it. As soon as you do, Things in the room start flying around. The bedspread makes itself. Brooms begin to sweep. The door bursts open and in flies a plate full of breakfast. And not just any breakfast. It's your favorite breakfast food. You quickly eat some of it. And then you decide to go downstairs and see if the wizard's around. You walk out the door and head down the winding staircase. When you get downstairs, you see the wizard in the living room. Hello, says the wizard. Good morning, How, how'd you sleep? Asks the wizard. Oh, eh, not too bad, really. That's a really comfy bed. Well, I'm glad, says the wizard. Now, why don't we go work on some magic? Uh, okay. I always look forward to learning more magic. The wizard leads you outside the huge tower. When you get out, you can hear the birds chirping in the distance. And when you look around at the sky above you, you see a dragon passing overhead. It's pretty amazing to be on a planet full of magic. Now, says the wizard... What kind of magic do you know again? Well, you say, I know how to stop time, and I can fly if I really focus on it, and I can uh, make my body burst out into flames. Right, right, right. Well, can you turn things into other things? The wizard asks. Well, sometimes, you say. I have made my staff bigger and smaller and done a few other little things, but nothing too major. Well, why don't we try some? The wizard asks. Here, watch me. The wizard takes his wand, points it up in the air. It starts glowing a bright blue color, and then he aims it at a nearby rock. The rock begins to glow, and then it begins to shimmer, and almost flows like water. It starts to transform, and before long, it's turned itself into the form of a big chair or throne or something. That'll do, says the wizard. The wizard walks over to the throne and sits down. Now you try. See that rock over there? I want you to turn it into something different. Uh, okay. I'll try, you say. Don't try. Just do it. It's about belief. If you believe it'll turn into something else, then it'll turn into something else. But, like... How does it work, you ask? How does it work? Don't ask questions like that. As soon as you start thinking about how it works, then you'll get yourself all confused and it won't work. It's better to just assume it will work. Okay. So, like, I reform the 
atoms into a different shape, or what should I imagine? You ask. Reform the at- What are you talking about? I don't even know what atoms are, says the wizard. It's best to not think about things like that. The more you know about how you think the world works, the more you put yourself in a box. And then that's the only way it can work, because that's what you believe. So just aim your wand at the rock and imagine it changing into something else. So once again, you focus deep inside. You start by taking deep breaths and relaxing your body. Then you go to that place of happiness and relaxation. You feel a chill flow through your body and you allow the energy to flow into your staff and then out to the rock. Once you're connected to the rock, you just think about it changing into something else. The rock begins to shimmer and shake, and then it starts to flow like water. In this state, you feel like you could turn it into anything. All there is is just potential. You think about what you might want to turn it into, and then it begins to transform. The rock stretches out, and the sides curl up until it's the shape of a bowl. But you're not done there. You see a little stream nearby, and you focus all of your energy towards the stream. You let a beam of energy head out towards it. You pick up a huge thing of water with the energy, bring it over, and drop it in the bowl. <laughs> Good job, says the wizard. But what is it? It's a bird bath, you say. Your bird was looking kind of dirty. The eagle that was sitting on the wizard's shoulder flies down towards the bird bath and begins drinking and washing itself. Huh, thanks, says the wizard. Suddenly, something starts to vibrate and light up in the wizard's pocket. He pulls a rock out of his pocket, and a light shines up out of the rock, forming itself into a little human or something. Help us, says the little human. Our carriage broke, and there's a gigantic frog attacking us. We need help now. Get here right away, wizard, says the voice. The person then disappears back into the rock. The wizard takes a big, deep breath. <sighs> All right, I guess we better go help them, says the wizard. Who was that, you ask? That, that was the prince. He's a pain in my... Well, he's a big pain anyways. But they pretty much let me do what I want with this village, so I help them out when they need it, the wizard explains. Let's go. Come on, bird. It's time to transform. The bird flies up in the air and lands in front of the wizard. The wizard raises his wand up in the air, and it glows with power. He then points the wand at the eagle, and a beam of blue light shines out. The eagle begins to grow, and grow and grow, until it's the size of a dragon. The wizard jumps on its back and says, Are you coming? Uh, yeah, Changer, where are you? You ask. Changer, the shape-shifting dog, runs over and immediately begins to transform back into a half-lion, half-bird creature with a saddle on its back. You climb on top of it, and you and the wizard take off into the air. The wizard leads the way and flies up higher and higher, but stays just below the clouds. 
You feel the breeze on your face as you fly high above the planet. Below you, you see plenty of trees, some of them looking alive. Bushes, grass, lakes, streams, rivers. You eventually pass over a huge set of mountains. And on the other side, you can see a castle in the distance. The wizard flies down towards the woods nearby the castle. I think the signal's coming from over here, says the wizard. As you fly down towards the woods, you see a path open up in them. And on the path, you see a broken down carriage and a giant frog that's just licking the carriage? What is going on? Ugh, another one of them. Every now and then a frog gets the idea in its head that it should be a bigger frog than he actually is. And then he turns into a bigger frog and we get something like this. Uh, that never happens on my world. Well, your world probably doesn't have this kind of magic on it. Here, anything's possible, so anything happens. I see, you say. You fly down and land beside the giant frog. The wizard comes in from one side and you come in from the other, holding your staff. The frog notices you're there and immediately turns around. He whips his tongue out and grabs the wand out of the wizard's hand. Hey, says the wizard. Then he grabs the wand out of your hand too. Hey, you say. Uh, what do we do now? I guess I could call spaceship, you think. No, it's probably not time for that. The frog turns back around and starts jumping on top of the carriage. Inside the carriage, you hear people screaming. All right, says the wizard. We're going to have to use magic for this one. How are we going to use magic, you ask? He took our wands. What do you mean, how are we going to use magic, says the wizard. You, do you think you need a wand to use magic, the wizard asks. Magic is a thing inside everything. You don't need a wand. The wand just helps. If you try hard enough, or, well, if you don't try very much at all, you can do any magic you can do with a wand without one. See? Watch, the wizard says. The wizard concentrates. His hands light up with the bright blue color, and he shoots two beams of light out towards the frog. He begins to lift the frog up off of the carriage. Cool, you say. You see the frog open its mouth and it lets out a huge burp. Unfortunately, the burp shoots blue fire everywhere. The wizard jumps out of the way and the frog lands on the ground. That wasn't very nice, says the wizard. The frog is still protecting the carriage, and you know you need to do something to get around it. You close your eyes, and you allow your shoulders to relax. You get back to that place of calm and happiness, and you allow the magic to flow through your body into your hands. When you're ready, you reach out with the energy and you allow it to surround the ground around the frog. You focus hard until the ground around the frog becomes nothing but potential and begins flowing like water. Then you begin to reform it. Up around the frog, Bars of rock begin to rise up out of the ground and curl up above the frog. Then, focusing even more, 
little particles of dirt and sand fly up from the ground and begin surrounding the rock cage with a thin layer of dust. And the dust begins to form together into glass. When you're done, you let go of the energy and you feel a little bit tired. The frog tries to burp again, but this time all of the flame just hits the side of the cage and goes back at the frog. You walk over to where the frog threw your staff and pick it up. You find the wizard's wand there too. You pick it up and throw it towards the wizard who catches it easily. You walk over to the carriage door. Uh, are you okay in there? Okay? What do you mean by okay? Of course I'm not okay. My carriage is broken. My horses have run away. What do you expect a prince to do? Get me home immediately, says the prince. Uh, okay. Well, I think I've got this. Once more, you reach deep inside, finding it easier to find that calm place. You let the energy flow through you and into your staff once again, and you allow it to reach out to the carriage. The energy lifts the carriage off the ground, and you imagine the carriage reforming and repairing itself. All the little splinters of wood and the broken wheels fly up beside it and form back into a carriage. It lands perfectly on the ground. Well, that does take care of one thing, but how will we get it back? You think, I could use the spaceship, but they don't know about that. We've got to come up with something else. Wizard, you say, what do you think? Hmm, says the wizard. I have an idea, says the wizard. Once again, he raises his wand up in the air. He starts twirling it around in a circle. Dust from the surrounding area begins to swirl around his head in a tornado-like fashion. He then points the dust down towards the carriage and it flies over and forms itself into something that looks like two horses, only they're made out of glowing dust. They almost look like ghost horses or something. That should do, says the wizard. The wizard climbs on the back of the carriage and you do the same. The ghost horses, or whatever it is the wizard created, begin to walk, and then they begin to run. Before long, the carriage is flying down the path back towards the castle, with you and the wizard holding on to the back. The eagle and changer fly up into the air above you and follow the carriage. You pass through the woods, around winding bends, just bouncing up and down a little bit as you hold on tight. Before long, you get to the castle. The drawbridge from the castle comes down, and you cross the moat into the huge building. When you get inside the courtyard, the door opens and the prince steps out. Uh, thank you. I didn't like that at all. Do something to make sure it doesn't happen again, wizard. I can't have giant frogs interrupting all of my afternoon carriage rides through the forest. It's just unacceptable. I'll see what I can do, says the wizard. The prince walks straight up to the castle and a bunch of guards follow him. Well, we better get going. The eagle lands in front of the wizard, and Changer lands in front of you. You both climb on top of your respective rides. 
and they flap their wings and take off into the air. You pass back over the mountain and across fields and above forests until eventually you come back to the wizard's village. You see the wizard's tower and land in front of it. You get off of Changer and the wizard gets off of his giant eagle. Changer transforms back into a dog and the wizard transforms the eagle back into a normal sized eagle. You go inside his house and you sit down on the couch. You and the wizard begin talking for a long time until you start to get a bit sleepy. You lay back on the couch to get a little more comfy and your eyes begin to feel heavier and heavier. So you just let them close. And without even really trying, you just allow yourself to gently drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone.